0: This week on Low Earth Orbit, we're reviewing The Martian, spoiler-free, with full discussion afterwards. Okay, so this week we're reviewing uh, the new movie, The Martian, just came out uh, this past Friday, right? and it's based on a book of the same name by Andy Weir. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been out for a while, and we've both read it, but this is your first introduction to this story. Yeah, after. I've read the book. Yeah. Um, it is uh, directed by Ridley Scott and Drew Goddard? or um, was, He's the writer. The writer. Yeah,
1: he's the screenplay writer. Oh, the
0: writer. screenplay writer. Okay. Uh, starring Matt Damon, Jessica Chastain, Kate Mara, and Chiwetel Ejiofor.
1: We're all That's, done on that. Just made it sound so <laughs> natural.
0: Um, okay, well, uh, unless there's any other metadata
1: about the movie to talk about, I guess we just dive right into impressions. So, Scott, what did you think? I did not know what to expect with this movie. Uh, first, I got to call off. We're doing our annual uh, seeing Matt Damon in a spacesuit.
2: <laughs> we started this out. Is it annual? Uh, it's Interstellar it was this year, right? But then before that no, was uh, Elysium
1: right. This has become a wait, trend for Wait, hold for us. on. No, no. This is the third year then. It was, our very first episode was Matt Damon yeah. in a space Whoa. suit. Holy like, crap. Wait, so... Well, first off, it it's a minor spoiler, but I guess whatever, it's been out long enough that he's even in the Interstellar. Sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a... But I didn't even think of Elysium. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so so it literally is <laughs> our <laughs> annual <laughs> in A trip. tradition. Yes. Yeah. And it's the biannual... or it's the, the second year of Jessica Chastain being in a space suit. In a movie, uh, Interstellar. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And then it's also the second year that they've been in a space movie together. Um, this is probably not very important. Were <laughs> okay. you watching the trailers or any of like the? Um... I um, I did. I think I watched one of the little teaser things. Mm, okay. We're just it, and it was like it was something I didn't even make into the movie. It was like uh, like some sort of. Um, found footage thing of him walking around the cabin like meeting the different characters yeah there's
0: a couple of those on their youtube page and they're all yeah. like, really good yeah
1: it, but it wasn't it's not actually from the movie no. as far as you can tell yeah any of the things on the youtube page are- um okay so anyway there's this movie called the martian that we saw <laughs> so i was i i was concerned that like i really really loved interstellar i really loved sort of the fact that it didn't get it didn't get so uh stuck on the getting all the signs perfect you know that it I I like the fact that it again, so stuck on the science perfect that it, like let you have this other kind of adventure, slightly kind of fan fantasy fantastical thing. and I really enjoyed that. I was concerned this was going to be the flip side where it was just all hard science and you were just gonna have to get on board or whatever. Um, and I just saw the, the little teaser things. So I guess I didn't really have any particular expectations and I was utterly blown away. This is a fantastic movie. I mean, this is, this is, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to like take some time to like think about, uh, where it ranks mm-hmm. but i was just i was just floored by the end i could not believe it was so good in so many different ways like it was it was um i mean it's a lot of the movie is just matt damon you know there's they keep cutting back to the other the other location but it's a lot of it is him really has to carry the movie and he's so good at it and uh i um i mean all the i guess all the details about why i think it's really good is all deep in spoiler territory mm-hmm. uh, but it, it is so impressive. And it, yeah, I, was, I was thinking about how to like sum this up. There's, there's certain movies that um, go past me just like liking them and thinking they're really good and they kind of become, like there's this classic movie where it's like, it's, it, it's kind of like a moment in time kind of thing. Like certain movies mm-hmm. come out and you just, you know you're gonna like enjoy it like five years from now or 10 years from now, because it's sort of that feeling. And, like, um, and it, it feels like that's gonna be one of these things. It's, just, it's so memorable, it hits so hard, it's so orchestrated, the pacing is fantastic. A lot of times these movies don't like finish the third act very well, or you know, they go act one, two, and then they kind of get lost at the end. Did not happen here. It was very it was gripping up until the end. It was
2: totally thrilling. Nice. Cool. What did you think? This is one of those films that like it's a little hard for me to review it because I I read the book not too long ago. Okay. I mean and, and the book is always better than the movie. Right. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> like Yeah. So um that said (laughs) uh i thought it was beautiful i you know the i just i love seeing that world come to life you know like and seeing like the map with his like path that he takes Mm -hmm. in the movie and and i think the casting was was spot on you know pretty much across the board uh music was very true to the book if not (laughs) my favorite soundtrack (laughs) the music was true to the book yeah, yeah, it was all disco. Oh, oh, that part. I was like, how would you know? <laughs> Did You read the book. Yeah, no, I remember that part. But I was like, what, what? Was thinking, there was so much disco in this movie. No, it was yeah, so yeah. painful. And I, I, felt like I was experiencing the pain in a way that I didn't experience it in the book. You know, yeah. like so. Uh, I think those were all great. Um, it, I don't know. The thing is that it's in some ways it's like so. I don't know if I don't want to like spend too much time like just making this like a book versus movie. But like the the, the flavor of the movie is very different than the book.
0: In what, what, what way do you think the flavor is different?
2: Well, so like the book is very much like here is this uns- instrumental problem that he, because the, the book is all, it's not much, not, it's not spoiler to say, the book is basically just all, almost entirely his log entries mm-hmm. uh, that he that he record that he's recording throughout this whole this whole event, right. and they're him sort of explaining the you know the state of the world and how he's screwed in this way and how it's you know be be possible for him to survive for this reason. Mm-hmm. And then he goes off, and then there's another log entry. And sometimes he's figured out the solution. Sometimes he hasn't figured out the solution yet. Um, and then just, and then, but for the most part, the pattern is kind of like problem and then solution, and problem and solution, you know. Mm-hmm. And and then he works you works through the problem solutions in, in incredible detail. Like mm-hmm. here's all the numbers, you know. Here's exactly like you know. Here's the you know. Like he works you through, works you through all the math and all the logistics. And it's it's really interesting, mm-hmm. and it and all that makes it feel very real. And it makes the stakes feel a lot higher too. Like every, you know, all these little tiny minute things suddenly become these like, you know, how's you, gonna, you, know, how's you gonna have enough oxygen? How's you gonna have enough water? How's you gonna have all these things? And the little tiny things like, how's you gonna connect this thing to this thing? You know, like it becomes this like these like life or death obstacles. And so the whole book is all these high stakes, like just a series of little tiny things, and. Uh, and I think I think the XKCD comic about it kind of summed it up best, which is like in between this movie and like that one scene from Apollo 13 where they like dump all the stuff on the on the yeah. table. And they're like, we need to make put this thing, you know, this thing needs to go in this hole, and we have to use this stuff to do it, or everyone dies. That's basically the whole book. Like, you know, he's all this random stuff on Mars and he has to figure out how to put it together in the right way to survive. And then there's sort of a side the side story about sort of a similar thing happening on Earth, and they're trying to save him. But it's very much like this MacGyver, how do I save the day? And here in the movie, it a, has a little bit of that, but it felt, but like there aren't that many there aren't that many times when he actually work, walks you through the problem, mm-hmm. you know, it mostly just happens. And all the times it happens so quickly, and it happens like he explains the problem as he's doing the solution, like mm-hmm. with the you know, with the water, mm-hmm. the point where you never get to appreciate the problem. Um, Wait, are you yeah. saying
1: you think the water one?
2: was a good example or
1: was
0: not? I it was he's an example teacher. of how they like smash it together. Yeah, like,
2: it, wasn't, it wasn't like this like, you know, he has this water problem and then you spend a while, how's he going to solve the water problem? It's like, he's practically solving the water problem oh. as he's explaining the water problem to you. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, oh, that was a clever solution to that problem, but right. it, it never had a chance to raise the stakes. And yeah. it sounds like it still worked anyway, but that was the thing that I was thinking of like all the way through was like, it felt so much lower stakes in the book because for the most part, you just kind of like, you sort of breeze through all these problems. And a lot of things that go wrong in the book like, not a lot of things go wrong in the book, like, I mean, know how he survived, right, you know? But, like, uh, way less goes wrong in the movie. Like, everything almost goes perfectly in the movie, except, for like, you know, a few, you know, very, like, two bad things that happen. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Isn't,
1: but it wouldn't, doesn't all this sort of speak to the fact that, I mean, it's already two and a half hours long?
2: Like, how would you fill Well, and that so, the, yeah. yeah, where I was eventually going with this, I mean, there's a different flavor, but the thing that I was thinking to myself also was, like, could would this have been a better movie it had been more true to the book or it had been more like the book? I think no, I think it would have been a worse movie. I think he would have an all movie, just listening yeah, to him to him, his voiceover, going through all these problems, and it would have been six hours long <laughs> and not very fun to watch. And so yeah. I think this was the best adaptation they could have done. And like, and I, I still enjoyed the film, you know, as it was, but I feel like I enjoyed it for a different reason than I enjoyed the book. Yeah. And I, I did enjoy the book better. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, I think that like maybe the only way they could have like Stretch it out like the way that the book did, and like try to make the stakes so high was maybe like a mini series or something, just like actually just give them the room yeah. to do that, you know. But that would change the tone too, right? Because I definitely felt, especially like towards the end of the movie, where I was like, wow, I'm pretty sure this took a lot longer in the book, like especially the parts of like well, it's starting to get into spoiler territory, but there's definitely, like, a lot of things, like, it seems like towards the end of the movie where it's, like, 30 seconds of screen time. I
2: think, I think that was a lot longer in
0: the book. Like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it took yeah. them a lot longer to work out some a, of those logistics than lot. it actually...
2: Well, they, they, they cut a little bit from the beginning, from the early first parts of the, of the book, yeah. but, like, they cut a lot. The last third of the book is mostly missing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they wasted... I, I was kind of surprised. Like, they wasted no time getting to, like... The beginning, right? I mean, it was just like, okay, we are less than a minute into the movie and we've already stranded yeah. him on Mars. Like, it took no time at all.
1: I mean, I, I appreciate it. Well, well that. I mean, the book
2: does that too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was just. It yeah. starts you out there. Yeah. But I feel like. Actually, the know, book the book actually the book starts you after he, they've already left. Yeah, he's like, already the, gone. Like, the, yeah. the movie actually starts a little earlier. Like, yeah. you get a few moments of them being on the planet. Yeah. Although, oddly, starting on Sol 18 and not 6. Is that what they do in the book? It's yeah. been, like, over a year since I've read the yeah, book. Yeah, i read it quite recently. But yeah, it's. I don't. know. Some strange detail to be different. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why would it be eighteen days into the mission instead of six? I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah, strange.
0: I oh, I feel like if this had been like a more traditional like space movie, I feel like they would have had more time in the beginning before he gets stranded, just because they want to like set up the character. Yeah, you know? set all up the context and all of whatever. And well, first of all, they just would not have had time. This would have been three hours. And um, yeah, actually, I think it works. Like the book did it, and it worked. And like
1: yeah, and I don't know if I, I assume it's coincidence. I don't know. Maybe it's not. But the the news that broke about like water being found on Mars mm-hmm. days before, or maybe within the same day this movie came out, like I thought that was, and that's what you kind of mean about like right movie at the right time mm, kind of sure. stuff, you know?
0: Like people were already thinking about Mars. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly.
1: I just I thought that was a really interesting coincidence or brilliant PR scheme <laughs> or whatever it is. Turns like, out like NASA's in on it. Yeah, like, yeah. There was even call, callbacks to the old you know missions and stuff like that. Yeah. missions, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of spoilers though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That sounds good as well. Um, So, like, I I would, um, did you do your review? I can't. Uh, No, but
0: I think I'm in agreement with you guys. I mean, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought it was surprisingly true to the book. I kind of, like, had a little bit of of a fear that they would mangle it, you know, and, like, just, you know, basically take, like, the premise and the title and, like, throw everything else away, which seems to happen sometimes with adaptations. But I thought it was actually pretty good, like, in the way that it turned out. Yeah, no.
2: I I mean, it's, it's very exactly the book, just with almost all of the monologues about all of the Science behind everything taken right. out.
0: Yeah, which I think for like us, like nerdy, like engineering types, is actually what made the book like so incredible and like fun to read. But for a more like mainstream yeah. movie audience, I feel like it's kind of hard to like.
1: Yeah, once put you make the decision there. to make it a movie, you kind of have to make some of those trade-offs. So yeah, a miniseries exactly. is a really interesting idea. Yeah, I, mean, I would have loved it as a miniseries. I think like I mean, the equivalent have... of like a Planet Earth. Um, I'm not trying to do Planet Words there, but like that that kind of thing where they took plenty of time explaining.
2: Yeah, or, like, another example is uh, The Earth to the Moon, the HBO yeah, series, yeah, yeah. where, yeah. like, they go into inc- incredible detail, like, how they built, like, you Is know, that good? Very, very good. Highly recommended. So, yeah, and the yeah. fact that you can, like, leave, you know, halfway through or whatever and, like, come back to it. Yeah.
0: Well, they can end things, like, you know, he comes up against some problem, and then, like, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, obviously, that, like, raises the tension or like, whatever, yeah, yeah. right? So, yeah. But yeah, it was great. Um, And it was funny. So, I mean, I knew it was going to be, like, humorous because I'd read the book, and that was one of the things I really liked about it. But Laura went in, like, with no expectations. And at the end of it, she was like, I could not believe it was so funny.
1: Yeah. For the whole thing. It's yeah, like, yeah.
0: it's actually, like, really... It totally changes
1: the tone. Really.
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it was great. And I definitely think, if you like the book, you'll definitely like the movie, I think. And even if you haven't read the book, I think it's actually just a good... It stands on its own, I think, it's a good movie. So, Cool. Well, I think that does it for our spoiler-free review. Uh, we're going to do spoilers after the break. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Low Earth Show. We're on YouTube at YouTube.com slash, slash Low Earth Show, And we have a voicemail line that nobody has <laughs> ever called. I think I'm just going to call it yeah. in the voicemail. Come on, guys. <laughs> Somebody can do I it. I know. If you're so motivated to leave us a voicemail, I'll leave it up to you to find the phone. Number <laughs> because I don't want to look it up right now. We'll, we'll put it, like it on every the screen other right? Episode right here right at the bottom. Call the number on your screen now. Uh, operators are standing by. And by operators, I mean a piece of software that will record your voice. Um, Yes, so those are all the ways you can get to this. Oh, and also our email address is feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. Also, lowearthorbit.fm is our website where you can find our extensive archive where we keep our meticulous show notes and you can cross-reference all the stuff we talk about too.
1: Old all audio of, episodes one on YouTube. Yep, yeah, exactly. Okay,
0: so uh, now's the mailbag segment of the program where we look through some interesting comments and feedback that we've gotten from you, our loyal listeners. Uh, Scott, I think, has some choice things to share.
1: Yeah, so we just, we just ran across a couple comments on the YouTube episodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the first one that we just actually very, very recently got from Mike Hurley, uh, I'm just going to summarize here because it's a little bit long, but basically he said, hey, um, you guys do a really good show. Uh, definitely some of the best production values and sample commentary I've seen for uh, less than 1,000 subscriber channel. Also, you're all very handsome and not just me. Make- <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you uh, But it was just, it was a really cool thing because he, he basically, because we, we kind of took a break and we hadn't been posting and he was kind of like, Hey, I really hope you guys keep doing it. So good news. We're here. Yes, we're back. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, some random ones. Uh, Kirsty McAllister on the incredibly popular Cabin Pressure episode just informed us what the Knife and boot, Boots Boy is, and I'll just read it verbatim. <laughs> Knives and boots would be a boy that polished boots and also cleaned knives. I guess most junior male servant. It's kind of on the tin there.
0: Whatever. I would have, would have guessed that. <laughs> I think it was more just a surprise that uh, that's, a, that's a thing. That's somebody's job. Yep. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, I can't tell if this is spam or not, but uh, Regina Rodriguez said, Great vid. We'll totally read. That was for the Chew comic book episode. That's probably legit. Uh, uh, my favorite comment so far, this is for the Inside Out episode. Literally says, Scott talks too much. <laughs> Statistical proof, Scott talked 67.92% of the time. That is, by the way, a very specific ratio. That's
0: video. two digits of Yes, that's error. a lot
1: of, yeah. Scott talked 67.92% of the video's runtime. I actually timed it. The amount he talked is incredible. I feel like we have to fact check this. So <laughs> I feel like, just for, you know, in your defense, I feel like we
0: should maybe see if it actually is 67.92.
1: I. I don't know. I just I, I admire his dedication to figuring that out. Um, a true fan. I didn't, I didn't realize I talked a lot on that episode. Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, here's an interesting one. So, it would be great if you guys could do a retro review of an old point-and-click adventure game from Lucas, maybe The Dig, which you guys oh, yeah, yeah. said you liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you end up choosing, I'm looking very, for- very much forward to it. That was the Inside Out episode. You used yeah. play The Dig, right? Mm-hmm. Did you finish it?
2: Oh, I think I did. Yeah. I think I might have had like a demo version of the dig with like the first level or two nice. so or something. Yeah. yeah, it gets weird. It gets even
0: as as weird as like the intro to that game is. It gets like increasingly weird. Like more but actually, that could be a really good one to review. Okay, it's uh, hard. I mean, it's it's hard the same way that like Grim Fandango is hard, uh, or like all uh, the other ones are hard. Where it's just like get the this weird away. like dream logic where like <laughs> what? I mean, it has
1: like the excuse that it's like oh well, it's all these like alien artifacts. Of course, it doesn't yeah, make it's sense.
0: It's... But it's like come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is also. um there's Thimbleweed Park, which is the thing from. Uh, I'm getting his name. His Twitter name is uh, Grumpy Gamer Ron Gilbert. He uh, he was one of the creators of Monkey Island, and, oh, he's, cool. and his Kickstarter thing is Thimbleweed Park, and it's like in style of like Maniac Mansion, Monkey Island. I think it's almost done. That's cool. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, it's like this is technically not a retro review, but
0: yeah, it'd be cool to see. Now we're totally off topic. Yeah, it'd be cool to see some like adventure games that actually take some cues from more modern stuff where it's like, hmm,
1: there's these things called difficulty curves. Maybe we should like tune those. and like. <laughs> or have them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, I'll just see if there's any other. Um, there's just constant comments on the cabin pressure episode. The lemon is still in play, uh, which I don't know if you guys have gotten to that episode. Another Adventure Games comment here on uh, Grim Pindigo. Uh Oh, David
0: Sandro, who's a friend of ours. I think most of them complaining about how the difficulty is usually just sort yeah. of
1: like really weird. Sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, cool. So yeah, we read all the comments. So if you want to reach us
2: live on the show, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: don't know if that encourages or discourages you from leaving a comment, but
0: uh, there it is. Yeah. Okay, we're moving on to spoiler chat now. So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to be spoiled on the plot points, now it's a good time to stop watching and go see the movie. Okay, spoiler chat. Um I think there's probably a lot, actually. There's what do you a guys lot want to yeah. start
2: with. Well, I just I mean you want know, to start with the ending? Sure. Work your way there. Uh, no, we can start there. I I thought the thing I like most about the movie was how how they managed to change the ending mm-hmm. while still basically staying true to the book. What what was the book ending? Yeah, so I feel the, like, so what was different about the yeah. So in the in the book ending, he proposes the Iron Man thing. Uh-huh. And they tell him he's insane. But right. then that sparks the idea for them to, for, for them to depressurize the ship mm-hmm. and use that to go and accelerate it mm-hmm. um, to, the, to the proper velocity. Right. Uh, but they don't actually have him do the Iron Man thing.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: you know, he doesn't actually yeah. puncture his suit. You know?
0: Right, he just suggests
2: and, it. And also they don't... They don't, have, they don't have the commander go out. You know, they have the... They have yeah. I think Beck goes out and grabs him.
0: Yeah, it was definitely not the commander. And I feel like in the book, doesn't the person who's going to get him actually enter the capsule and, like, grab him? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah they, exactly. don't, they
2: don't let him, you know, like, she overrides him. So he, says, you know, you, he can't um, even get out of the chair. Yeah, like, and so, yeah. He, so he just sits there makes no comments the whole time. <laughs> and it's still, it's a great ending of the book. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, that whole bit where she comes down and, and, and you know, changes her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has to do the Iron Man thing. Like, don't factor in. But, like... I wasn't offended by it because you know, like you know, it was in the book. You know, the whole Iron Man thing, and also like the all the groundwork was there in the book to have her go and do it anyway. Like, the book even spends more time with her being really guilty about having left him behind and not saving him. And and I'm almost kind of looking back it like actually would have made sense for him to have done that in the in the book as well. Yeah. So I think it was one of the rare cases where like I wasn't totally offended by the movie changing the, the ending of the book.
0: Yeah. There's a, there's been some other movies that have done that too, right? Where they change some details of the book and it actually turns out to be oh I know what it was. It's um, The the Mist, uh, which is based on the Stephen King novel, the same name. And the ending, I haven't read the book, but I, I've seen the movie. And apparently the ending like diverges wildly like in the last like couple of minutes. And I think even Stephen King himself was like, yeah, the ending of the movie is actually way better. Like, I should have done that for the book.
2: But, but yeah, here's a case where I think the, you know, the changes to the ending, well, in a minor, like they didn't, it would have sucked if they would change the ending and it would have been like, not, scientific, not based in science anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it would felt like a betrayal to the whole story. But instead, they just I made mean, a slight tweak to map up the tension a little bit yeah. um, while still staying through to the source material. Mm-hmm.
1: One of my, actually, no, not one of my, the the best, like, little call-out moment is the Lord of the Rings thing.
0: Oh, that was so good. I know. Oh, I wanted yeah, to mention yeah. that
1: earlier. So did you, I don't know if you realize. I don't think that's in the book, no, is it? was in the book. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, but he, Is it is it clear though why that's super funny in the movie? Well, because it's Sean Bean. He's like in (laughs) in the meeting room. I don't know if everybody in the theater I was in got that because like I didn't. I I was like cracking up. I thought that was hilarious, and like the fact that he's the one explaining it too is even funnier. Oh, absolutely. But nobody. I don't know if everybody
0: picked that up. That was great. I was just glad that he survived the whole movie, which is typically his character's problem, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I felt like there was plenty of like numerical explanation for different things. It was just it was the right amount, I think. Yeah. Well, it's probably right off the film, but, like,
2: the, yeah. it's all the book is.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the book <laughs> goes into, I don't, I don't, man, I can't remember if they did this in the movie. But I feel like the book goes into, like, a ton of detail where he's, like, okay, this is how many calories I think I'm going to burn, and this is how many calories I can get out of each potato, and here's how much water it's going to take for each potato. And he just sits down and just, like, plots it all out, and he's, like, yeah, I'm, okay,
2: so well, I'm it. Well, it does that, like, 500 times over. But yeah, every, exactly. Every minor little thing. Yeah, you know? everything yeah.
0: just gets dissected and, like, yeah, done to death, yeah.
2: And I felt like, it, so it
1: stuff must go wrong. Constantly in the book. Because I felt like there were at least three major things that went wrong during the course of the movie to the point where I was like, please don't do it again. Because well, I, I just want to see him get home. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, like he blew the airlock. Um w- which in the which in the book was much more catastrophic than in the movie. It was this way bigger deal trying to like solve that whole problem. Like in the book, he's like, movie is like, oh, he just, like, tapes, the, over the, tape, tape. tapes the thing, climbs out of there, attaches the thing back together, put back together. Like yeah. in the book it's this huge ordeal. And right. like he spends just getting like he spends like you know, at least a day stuck in the airlock. You know, because like, because his, his like his suit is he, punctured, like, and yeah, he, had, he yeah. has to like, just, like seal off all the arms. You know, and there's this huge, long, you know, ordeal. Like everything, I don't know. Maybe because like, because I, I just read the whole book, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like everything was like so, was so difficult for him, because it mm-hmm. would be. I mean, he's freaking like only person on the planet. You know, <laughs> exactly. And everything's like it just felt so easy. Like, oh yeah. F- f- Things blown up, you know. Ten seconds later, us back together again. Just you know, as right as rain. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, so that happened. Like, what else went wrong? Um. I mean, there was, there was so the rocket blew up, which happens in the book as well. Yeah. You know, the first the, the iris supply, engine. whatever.
0: Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, does anything else go wrong? He well, he blows himself up trying to do the water stuff, but that's but that's like almost nothing. Yeah, it's not that huge deal.
2: Well, the, in the book, he loses communication again, right? Right, Because he, he short accidentally shorts out uh, Pathfinder mm. uh, or Sojourner. Um, and yeah. so he loses communication. So he has to communicate via Morse code. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge storm, mm. which he, almo- that he almost goes into, and uh, which would certainly have killed him because he wouldn't have gotten enough power for his solar cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, and NASA could have warned him about. They caught that that whole thing entirely. And also him flipping the rover and snapping the you know the the hitch to the other mm. to the other rover. You know there were the two rovers in the book, instead of just the one. Yeah, yeah. Like that that was all cut out.
1: It's I felt like the movie was most rewarding. When he was like making progress, like yeah. I, I really I was like, you know, he's, yeah, he's growing his potatoes and I, like he's working out and he's figuring out how to like get the rover to go. Like those are the fun parts where he's like he's succeeding at the mm-hmm. the engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time he got set back, it was like, well, okay, I mean, that's not as much fun. But yeah, I, get yeah. I understand yeah. why it has to be there.
2: I mean, I I'm, mostly I'm just just loved all the shots where they would pull back and they would show Mars. Yeah. Did you guys watch it
1: in three D or two D? That's the other thing I saw. I saw three D.
0: I saw 3D. Yeah. Is that 2D. 3D. Did you see 3D? I did. The 3D was actually
2: really. It was actually really. It made good. the
0: landscape really cool. Yeah, I was surprised. And strangely enough, I think like they integrated like the typography of like what day it was into the 3D like actually kind of well. Like
1: it, there was a lot of times where it seemed like the they, yeah, they didn't like make floating. they didn't make like yeah. a big deal out of it, but yeah. it actually was like kind of cool. It was well, sort of hel- like the helmet was like it was like closest to the plane or like the closest plane right, and then like the world was out in the depth.
0: Oh no, I mean like when. Um, when it would do like a shot of Mars, like from yeah, be like
1: Sol one hundred eighty seven or whatever,
0: right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. There was the that way it, somehow it it just worked well, where it was like it seemed like the numbers were actually out in the scene, yeah, yeah. but without being like goofy about it, you know? I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, so I may not explain that well. What I meant was that sometimes they have the helmet cam, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they have the helmet cam, like the close, if you imagine, there's so many planes mm-hmm. in the 3D effect, the glass is like right here, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the the HUD is up here, and mm-hmm. then like stuff that's happening is out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was I think it really immersed. the immersion a lot Mm -hmm. although it's funny because i was i was really close when i saw it um so there were just it only happened once or twice but like there was definitely a case where like he was driving across the landscape he was he was far enough down that it had broken the 3d depth illusion for me so it looked like it was like tilt shift so it looked like it was (laughs) a a tiny little toy going (laughs) along the ground but it was like this massive you know big orchestra music and it's a little tiny toy going around the the sandbox i thought it was really funny but no it was it was uh it might be the best live action three D movie i've seen yeah Oh, the other thing that I thought was
0: interesting is: Did they change the frame rate? Like when he would do like his like logs, because it seemed like somehow oh, they possibly, gave the impression yeah. that like his like when he would sit at the computer and record his stuff, that seemed to be maybe what that was TV-ish. shot like yeah. I don't know if it's just the way they did the lighting or something, but yeah, it seemed like it was like I don't know. Maybe they did those at forty-eight frames, and then the rest of the movies at twenty-four. It's possible, yeah. But somehow yeah, they made it look more like the found footage it's kind fun. of thing. It's, it's
1: hilarious when we saw Grand Budapest Hotel. You noticed that with the. Aspect
0: ratio. Aspect ratio. Yeah, yeah, where it gets narrower. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, the part at the end, like with the resupply and like all that stuff, that seemed like really rushed to me. Like where it was just like, oh, we'll just use the one from the Chinese. Like, yeah, problem solved. Like (laughs) like,
2: I couldn't I couldn't tell from because everything felt super rushed. Yeah. I I read the book just like so recently. And and the book itself feels really rushed to me too. Like I like the book. It's like, wow, this was so rushed. Maybe it's because like one of my I don't know, I I think I've this like on every single show, but like one of my favorite uh, science fiction series of all time is like the the Mars trilogy by Kim Sally Robinson, mm. which is like it's like like this is to the you know like this is the Hobbit to that's Lord of the Rings you know oh, like wow. they're okay. there three epically large books and it's yeah. huge you know. But it's all story. about like the colonization like terraforming yeah. 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 Mars right. But, but it's also it's very cut from the same cloth. It's like all mm. you know like you know like it's all tried, they tried they both tried super hard to be scientifically accurate yeah. and like you know and stuff and so it it has a lot of the same the same texture. But like this just felt like crazy fast in the book form. But like I could I don't about as fast as they possibly could make it, and suddenly it was like then a tenth the size for the film. So I was like, everything felt like impossibly fast, but I'm yeah. like, well, I, I have I love all, all perspective. Because <laughs> I just read the book, so like, I, you know, I, don't, I don't know.
0: And you used to like this epic, like, four movies, you know, <laughs> instead of one, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So. Uh, one real quick thing. The, when you said that he blew the airlock and it was sort of fixed really quickly, having not known anything about the book, like I felt an ongoing sense of tension when he was in the, it was the hab, is that what they mm-hmm. call that thing? Yeah. Because he like it would like the wind would be buffeting the thing, and he'd be like, like you could feel yeah. he was like kind of concerned it was gonna burst any second. So that that was like a background kind of level of tension yeah. that I, I felt worked really well. What does he do about that in the book? I don't remember. Does he like find a way to
0: like uh, seal off like parts he, of the hab? He, he to just, be... No, he
2: just puts the the he, uh, he puts the interlock back on again. Oh really? (laughs) Just seals the. Because I mean, it seems way worse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the airlock was even even in the movie, the airlock's intact. Yeah, he just needs to slide it back over. Yeah, he just just slides it back over, and he just like you know, and they like actually does seem more reliable than
0: like a piece of plastic that he just got like. (laughs) Because like <laughs> Saran wrap in the book, over the they, they,
2: they point out like this, this is like one of the, more, the most likely failure cases. So like they they became mm. very prepared for the have to oh, the have to
0: for that to, to blow. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So by the
2: way, I loved when. So first off, when the
1: comment about like you're going to put a tarp on your spaceship. <laughs> so, yeah, I, mean, I like the thing about like they're sending me in a convertible. <laughs> 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 yeah, the ending was fantastic. I, I think I can't. I probably undersold like how much I thought that made the movie work. Was that the ending was really not just like. The, uh, the the space activity, but the, the reaction on Earth, like really connected yeah, the whole the, thing. The mm-hmm.
2: reaction on Earth was really was really well done. I mean, the, the, the ending of the book is fabulous as well, right? Because because I mean, it's it's a, it's like the, the movie ending, but like you know, there, like less actually happens in terms of like you know, there isn't there isn't this whole like. Uh, you know, Iron Man thing, and all that stuff, you know that they sort of add, add that extra element that they needed to add it to, they added to that to the. Because in the book, but the tether is long enough to get. The, him, yeah, right? the tether's yeah. So long enough to get him, so they don't have to do that whole thing. But like in the book, they they were all like they you know they have to like, figure out how to make the bomb, and mm. so like and like the book like it the book does a really good job of like they're, they're like thirty nine minutes from him to do all this stuff, and so guys like figure out like he has to get from like from from the the airlock where he where he was ready to go and like rescue um, uh, Mark mm. like. You know, out of there, get out a suit off. Right. Figure out how to make a bomb. They have to figure out how to like wire it so they can set up remotely from the thing. They have to like. They have to decompress. They have to get ready to decompress the whole ship, which means they, like they and they have to like you know, seal off the reactor and prepare the reactor for decompression. So everyone's like, you know, like racing around doing all these different tasks, and they're doing the math to figure out like all their, you know, their, the, um, you know, the proper velocity and when they need when they need, it, when they need to do the decompression and all that stuff and like all these things gonna take take time. And I'm just like. You know, like 39 minutes, like... It's actually not that long. It's not <laughs> that long at all. You know, like, we spent more of the time not trying to get our microphones working. Kind of like right? And they have to build a bomb, and they have to decompress and do all this, like, orbital mechanics calculations and, like, and then the book just, like... And they, well, orbital mechanics are easy. So you just got to play Kerbal Space Program. I, 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 did, I did think that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these people all played... which was Kerbal Space Program. The, yeah, I,
1: I forgot the Kerbal thing. I was thinking back. I don't know if you guys even remember this, but when we played Kerbal, like, Steve had a problem where he was playing and he, like, his rocket wouldn't get off the pad. <laughs> and then, so he's like, yeah, it was like billowing smoke and whatever, and like hit the. I re the episode recently. And when you and I were like, hey, you can just hit the space bar and like launch the thing. He's like, I did that in the top, pop- the pop <laughs> on the, on the
2: launch pad. I turned my throttle all the way up and I just like stood there- bellowing smoke out and it would not take off. You know, like what? like what is, what was going on? You know, like there's all kinds of like, I also weird experiences like that. Did where... you hit, you, you hit, hit space, right? Yeah. Okay. I think, like, and then like, then my command module popped off the top. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, that's right. not what I wanted, you know, like. It just <laughs> popped off, command <laughs> module popped off. And it was hilarious because
1: that happens in the movie. Like he hits launch and it <laughs> the stuff falls
0: over, so it's like a little <laughs> flashback moment there. So, well, Mars is technically international waters. So the, the whole thing, the space
2: pirate, the whole thing, didn't really work as well in the movie as it did in the book. Because the whole point in the book is like when he's going to the other ship, he, like, mm-hmm. you know, like. He lost communication with Earth, so they couldn't right. authorize that he that him to take right. over the yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's in like, full communication with them the whole time. Like that whole line about like, well, you know that. and you know, to explicitly that told me. It's what, like, what, they, kind they of totally did. did. <laughs> this the whole plan. They wanted <laughs> you to go there and right. fly the ship. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But.
0: It was a little weird. I was like, well, they kind of did, though, didn't they? Like yeah. in movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. But still pretty good.
2: Also, I feel like I feel like they. They underutilize Kristen Wiig in the film, right? I I think think that yeah, her, she's her, only her in like three her scenes. Her like. character is like super acerbic, you know, in in the book. Like, you know, and yeah. I was like, and I saw her to cast her for that. We're, like, well, oh, she's perfect for R- it. Which she's she's, she's gonna just obliterate everyone in this movie, you yeah, know? Yeah, And she's like kind of nice in the movie, which she is not in the book. Yeah, at all. right. Wh- which uh, one is this? The PR person? Yeah, a like, uh, NASA. Yeah, yeah, any
1: something. She's Mars.
0: Oh, yes. and then you were and saying yeah. that um, the Mars mission director guy. Um, Chuhatel Iddiyovoor. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, he was pretty different between the book and the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's
2: Venkat Kapoor in the book, and right. he's much more kind of buttoned up, and mm-hmm. you know, he he wasn't making like those jokes about like you know. <laughs> yeah, no way.
0: Yeah, he was a much more like straight laced sort yeah, of like yeah. character in the book. Yeah, for sure.
2: It was good. I mean, I think it still worked. No, I, I think yeah. overall casting was great. I love that they got, they got Donald Glover to play the, uh, that was the overall, uh, uh, jobs, but. professional Kerbal space program yes. player. <laughs> <laughs> <Astrophysics>. <laughs> I did like his little like
0: demonstration, like yeah,
1: with a stapler, like going. What's your around name, like, Teddy? <laughs> I'm the director of the, NS, uh, the Na- of NASA. Great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: that was pretty good. <laughs> I, I this is like, the smallest conceivable moment, but like. He like clicked the pen on her head. Yes. <laughs> I was like, "What?" For what reason? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I, for some reason, that was bizarre. Yeah. All right. One last thing. Yes. What did you guys
2: think of the very, very, very ending oh, on, that was in like the classroom?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would like the closure of it. I think. I mean, I guess. I guess they could have cut it, but uh, um, yeah, was that before was little...
0: or after? Like the little montage where they were showing before. like. The... Okay, so they did. Oh. So they did his thing at the astronaut like, candidate program. Yeah, and then they did the little montage of launching Ares Five or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So could they not? I, Sorry. So okay. they couldn't send four, I guess, right? Because he'd already used their escape vehicle, right? Yes. Like, yeah. They basically had to cancel the
1: fourth mission, I guess, because. So which, are, are you talking about? Yes? Which are you talking about the
2: idea of it or the the character things going on or like which thing you're? All about? of the things. I mean, none of them in the book. So yeah. that's all new. Like basically, like the book ends with him safely on board. Oh, actually, one more thing I want to mention. So in the book, uh, I read it knowing I was going to see the movie soon. And so it really struck out in the book where he's like, you know, if this were a movie, everyone would all be like huddled around me in the, in the airlock cheering when I get back in here. <laughs> And I was like, I wonder if in the movie they'll do that just because... Just because call he out. calls it out. And sure enough, in, totally in the did. film, they do exactly the thing. Yeah. You know, that does not happen in the book. <laughs> you uh, haven't really did that on purpose. <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of little, like, nauseating people who read the book that they and they it may be kind of hard to figure out otherwise. Like, the whole yeah. bit about, like, the whole reason that the Chinese agreed to go and scrap their mission to the Americans use the rocket was that they could they get a Chinese astronaut on, on, the next a, one. on the next mission mm. and, they, oh, which they they do and they show is, that yeah. in the end in the credit yeah. sequence you know yeah, and like I'm not sure if anyone like, just, just, Did you get that from the I mean they didn't say it, they it, didn't say it, it, a single line right, of dialogue yeah. Yeah. in it But they should they, they cut very clearly to like the Chinese well, astronaut well, sitting Well, I you know, mean the thing are, is it yeah. like you to me. Tell, I just took yeah.
1: it to be like he wasn't they didn't identify him as Chinese so it could have been American Chinese descent. Oh, yeah, sure. It's like I was just like okay. It's interesting that
0: the pilot went on the next mission Right, because yeah. Yeah, so yeah they, oh, they said like
1: you're never gonna fly again, and like, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah, yeah, was, it was interesting. interesting. No, I thought the little. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, I thought the montage was was fine, but like the yeah. whole
2: the scene in the Atrox school, I don't know, something just fell flat there for me. It, it, it felt a little, little superfluous. So it, didn't, yeah. it didn't
1: bother me per se. It was nice to see him like. Uh, well, the plant thing was kind of cool. Callback.
2: The, the plant the, thing was kind of cool, yeah. Right. But like at the end of the book, he gives this like speech about like well, you know why or this uh, monologue, I guess. Like, why did they do this? Why did they spend all these hundreds of millions of dollars rescuing just one person? You know, yeah. so it doesn't make any sense. You know, and he has actually quite a, quite a nice little like, you know, spiel he gives about it. And I kind of expected him to give that spiel, yeah, in and the classroom, doesn't. like, oh, here's here's the you know their their excuse for it. Right. And he doesn't. No. Uh. Yeah. All right. All right. Enough about the end. <laughs>
1: our cameraman's taking a coffee break. Yep. Okay. Maybe that's our signal to, <laughs> to be done. See you next time. All
2: right. Bye. Okay. Scott talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> wow! See, I want to keep listening, but like, I'm just overwhelmed already just by you you mean? I'm sorry, <laughs> you mean whelmed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you have enough flex room there? Are you comfy? Yeah.
1: You comfy? <laughs> it's comfortable. It looks like the GoPro is the cameraman, and he's holding <laughs> up the cards. That's <laughs> <kind of laughs> you Put some little ears on him there. Like what, like rabbit ears? Mickey little mouse arms ears, in the ears, yeah. Little thumbs up. Okay. You're on. We have a new game we're gonna play. It's gonna it's called Can We Remember How to Record the Show? <laughs> <laughs> this week
0: on Low Earth Orbit, we're reviewing the Martian with Spoiler free. <laughs> I know, I always get it wrong. Well, because I, I that's all I had thought about so far. Spoiler for your review. I know the Martian. You gotta have a little script I you probably get that. Red leather, yellow leather. Alright. Oh,
1: wonderful. ball. buffer. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> Not talks too much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow.